Hey hey Finlanders this is Anish Nandelike and this podcast would be focused on personal finance entrepreneurship and freelancing from the perspective of millennials so subscribe to my channel i assure you it's going to be a fun fun journey so super interesting anish happens to be one of those people who can really simplify finance and this is what exactly is the core motive of having this session particularly because a lot of us actually feel like our finance can be intimidated and uh, it actually can be being a 23 year old i just turned 23 last month and it still kind of horrifies me for the fact that finance there are so many things here and there and it can be like really intimidating so i really look up to people like anish so anish over to you or uh, just give us a quick brief to the whole space of personal finance managing a uh, money management and a lot of people can you know uh, a lot of people can earn money we all know that we are uh, able to earn money but uh, we're not able to really make quick calculated decisions to where to spend the money i happen to be one of them i'm really looking forward to it. and i'm 100% sure there are a lot of people here who are looking forward to your valuable insights over to you anish awesome yeah sagar pretty much covered about me my main intention and goal is to make personal finance super duper easy and uh, a quick intro about me i am a mechanical engineer i somehow ended up with entrepreneurship because i dabbled with a lot of things during engineering and thanks to my dad i was exposed to cnbc tv 18 uh, since i was a child i was wondering what the heck is happening on the screen this green and red always and there are charts i'm like dad what is this please I don't know what's happening but it looks beautiful but I freaking don't know what's what's happening on the screen that is my first exposure towards stocks right and I'm so glad that happened because as soon as I started earning or while freelancing I was exploring stocks investing and exploring personal finance now the thing about personal finance is it is it can be intimidating right it can be intimidating i'm not saying it's easy but by taking control of it from a very small age what do i mean by taking control is very simple you making an attempt to understand personal finance for that ensure that you choose the right influencers or resources people who make it very easy for you once you have this sorted then your journey can begin it will be a smooth journey why here i am i am a mechanical engineer i do not have a commerce degree it was not difficult for me to understand certain terms in personal finance especially mutual funds stock investing of course there are jargons which can put you off the track at times you know especially when you invest into stocks but there are other things that you need to know in personal finance now what is personal finance what the heck is it there are two parts to it right one is you making and earning the money part which i'm pretty sure everyone each one of you are capable because all of you are talented in some way or the other you'll find what you like and you'll figure out a way to make money and of course you know dabble with multiple things and you know try freelancing along with job and make more money that's goal number 1 goal number 2 you have to manage the money that you make and invest if you do not do that then all the fancy dreams that we have oh i will retire at the age of 45 i'm going to go for a world tour by the age of 35 is not going to happen right so it's very important for all of us to have goals and to reach those goals we need vehicles right to reach that destination we need vehicles now some of the vehicles for that in the finance world is it could be mutual funds it could be stocks it could be definitely not savings bank and fd guys so today's session we will break it down we will make it simple we will make it lesser intimidating for each one of you and one one last thing 
I always hear this notion that Anish, you keep bugging us about personal finance, dude, and we we aren't even earning money. Oh, are you out of your mind? From where can we start investing if we do not have money? Very common theme that I get, and the second most common theme that I see is I will invest after I become stable in life. So I give a quick quick opinion on these two themes. Theme number one: How can I invest money? without earning money someone said pocket money right we all get pocket money or some sort of money until we are 18 or we start going to college that can be our source of money right then i also talked about some apps called espenny now i'll tell you the beauty beauty of starting early let's assume somehow you have managed to uh, accumulate your pocket money and, and it is like 5 to 6000 rupees for now okay and assume you are 18 years old you can get your pan card and you can have an account on grow or other platforms can you guess if you if you put that 6000 into a mutual fund equity mutual fund when you are 18 how much would that be when you are 48 can you can you shoot a guess guys yes you will have 6 freaking lakhs when you are 48 and this is the pocket money that you got guys you're not not even that not in that you have to start earning to make it happen right So that was one instance. Just think about it. Start soon. Don't wait for. And of course, explore freelancing because college time is probably the best time for you to get started. Because once you enroll into a graduate degree, your parents will start bugging you. They're only bothered about the marks that you get. Okay. But I was tackling this whole problem of investing as a student with no money. Then there are things like Espenny, etc., etc. Let's not get into that. Now the second theme that I mentioned. starting early is so so important and usually parents do not have this conversation with you right they are usually of the opinion that are engineering kar lo baad mein dekhenge why do we have to talk about fixing your finance and all you do your engineering fir baith ke we will talk about stock some some parents are not even aware of it which is fair from their perspective because they are exposed to gold real estate and things like that cryptocurrency to chodo it's never going to happen that conversation is never going to happen that is yeah these are two things now let's let's move on uh, sagar i have a bad habit of going into a monologue because i love personal finance <laughs> so i don't want that, that to happen the way that you speak it clearly lef- reflects the passion that you're coming from the personal finance oh uh, which is why we're here in the first place uh, okay i i have this thing right i was really researching and i came to know about this very crazy statistics that are very less it's less than 10% of people in india specifically who i would say not only believe in stock market but they invested in the first place 10% of india's population is crazy and why do you th- why 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 do you think the numbers are so low and what are the reasons that you think uh, finance is intimidating at the first place because you happen to be in the space for some time and for for quite a while now and for the people who really don't understand so i i i don't understand finance that much the reason for me which is intimidating is probably less of time because we are in our respective fields and it is very important for you if you're if you if you're investing it is very important for somebody to uh, you know just at least be there in the loop and that loop is so vast because the information is so much and uh, you know I, i speak about myself but i'm 100% sure there are a couple of other reasons what reasons according to you it is intimidating and why do you think the numbers are so low especially in india okay i i i'm assuming you're referring to stocks investing when you say the numbers being low right yes 
Awesome. There is a backstory to this, by the way. So stock, remember India opened up its floodgates for investing in 1994, thanks to Manmohan Singh and his policies, which was one of the best things that happened to India. So we have to go back in time, 1994. That is when the stock market started booming. The Harshad Mehta's happened and a lot of things happened. It was not regulated as SEBI is keeping a close eye now. So a lot of people did make money but there was a huge proportion of people who lost money and that's when sebi started regulating things right that is when they started bringing in rules and because of lot of people losing money there was a perception said that ye to gambling hai bhai sahab stock market ka khel gambling hai that that's the perception that was set now 2002 2008 the crash happened moving on to 2022 i'm say i i would say that the sentiment has changed a lot of people here in the crowd do know about stock investing they've heard about the likes of zeroda and other apps the adoption has definitely increased but in the older generation that perception of stocks being scam is still on but i'm glad that people in the age range of 18 to 30 or or famously called as millennials they are considering stocks as a main investment option which is great now the second point of why is it so intimidating right let's forget about stock markets or finance anything is intimidating for two reasons one there is not enough conversation happening about the topic two there is a lot of conversation happening about the topic a few years back no one was talking about stocks I don't understand why colleges think that it is okay to talk about how machines work and engines work and why why you should learn coding but not talk about personal finance it still baffles me as to why colleges don't speak about the most important thing I don't freaking care if the ladder is placed against the wall and I have to find some random theta I don't freaking care if you tell me how to manage my finances that would be more useful to me right since there is no conversation happening in the college level or even at our homes how often have we had a conversation with our parents about personal finance the conversation is not going to happen but that shouldn't stop you guys this is one thing that i request in every session i know it is difficult to start the conversation but you should take that plunge and have that conversation because when you're young Remember your parents are making financial decisions for you. Let me give you a few examples how that is happening. One, they're investing for your marriage in some goddamn fund and god knows when you'll marry. I don't even know that. Most of us don't know when that will happen. Two, they're investing for your higher studies in an FD or a savings bank which is again bad. And these are invest decisions that will affect you. So it's very important for you to sit down with them and talk. The worst reply that you will get is jaake padho yaar like don't teach me all this you go study but i want you to have this conversation every week keep bugging them because this is what i tell my audience if your parents can believe that india was defined india was awarded unesco award for being the best country sooner or later they will believe that mutual funds is much more beneficial than fds now that is the onus is on you how will you make that happen it's completely on you but keep trying if it doesn't happen no problem take that comment of them asking you to focus on studies suck it up and move on but you have done your best at least second side of things now there is so much information about finance 
which is why i always tell especially to start investing now keep it very simple pick 3 influencers that you like now during this process go through a lot of videos by many influencers and then settle down with 2 to 3 and follow them that will make your whole learning process easier at least otherwise you will be ek din udhar that channel uh, one more din you will go to another channel full confusion so to avoid that keep your resources limited pick people you like and then you follow those people ankur variko shashank kodupa rachana ranade beautiful yes i love what they create and si siosc youtube channel is beautiful if you are in the intermediate stage so to summarize things one start having conversation with your parents two reduce your resources consume people that you connect to right that makes your investment journey easier so there's this one very interesting point that you brought up right uh, it is quite intimidating for a reason that it is not really talked about and if it is talked about there are the, the information that is out there you just surrounded by a lot of content creators who are just not only creating content but also they 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 tend to speak more on a general level so that they can target audiences at the masses i want to put some focus on the conversations that we have right one of a factor that really comes up every time is what is a portfolio everybody says you need to build up a portfolio it is built over a time it it is your purpose that builds your portfolio it you know purpose acts as a basis for you to build a portfolio what do you think is a portfolio over here and what are the things that are there which goes behind building a portfolio in the first place Awesome, great question, Sagar. Let me flip that question and ask you something. When what is a portfolio when it comes to a freelancer? Okay, Sagar goes on to find jobs related to marketing, and you would have a portfolio. What would it have? A portfolio would initially have something about myself. First of all, the kind of projects that I've undertaken. the kind of case studies that uh, you know i've i've created case studies for the problems that i've solved for other people the testimonials and uh, maybe which is supported with a, a proposal for a, for a potential client to go up awesome so as you can see in your definition of portfolio you mentioned a lot of things one you mentioned something about you you mentioned about case studies you mentioned about projects etc etc similarly when it comes to your financial portfolio you will have multiple things now this can include mutual funds it can include direct equity investing what do i mean by direct equity investing if sagar tomorrow goes and buys infosys he's a shareholder of infosys that is direct equity investing you sagar can invest into gold sagar can invest into crypto all of this put together is a portfolio that's your portfolio it's your financial portfolio now how do you get started or how do you think beyond this is to keep things very simple when you are young as soon as you start making some money and to keep it very simple mutual funds through sip is the easiest no brainer way to get started because they will manage things for you there is there is a fund manager who's uh, looking into stocks uh, buying stocks that you know based on various fundamentals etc and he keeps changing the weightage etc right and you can start as low as 500 bucks per month so start with mutual funds how do you widen this portfolio as soon as you start making more money i always tell this to people never invest into things that you do not understand now why did i mention mutual funds one it's very easy to understand and you know don't need to break your head into understanding which stocks and all that because the fund manager has a fair bit of knowledge because he's been doing this for 
12 to 15 years or 10 plus years okay that is why start with mutual funds and then once that is done as soon as you start making more and more and more money which means now you can increase your risk appetite risk is a very important thing when it comes to analyzing your finance portfolio so initially you don't didn't know what stocks is you didn't want to take a lot of risk which is why aram se start a mutual fund once you start making more money start educating yourself about stocks and then dabble with direct equity once you have started with equity and before all of this sagar there is something called as preparing for an emergency because you know how f***ed up life is right especially covid shows how bad it can get financially for every one of us irrespective of our backgrounds be it rich poor middle class whatever everyone was affected at some level financially speaking correct so before building your wealth creation portfolio build your emergency portfolio simple here i'll keep it very simple emergency is usually triggered by life loss health problem and anything abrupt in your life it could be a very bad mental phase or it could be a job loss so tackle this what we'll need is health insurance emergency fund and life cover so once you've sorted your emergency portfolio focus on your wealth creation portfolio and wealth creation mein i already mentioned mutual funds may start karo then you can explore avenues like direct equity investing cryptocurrencies etc that's it sagar great this sounds super interesting when it comes to you know uh, for somebody who's starting their finance journey okay for, for there are majority of people or, or uh, there are good number of people in the listeners uh, who haven't even started their journeys yet first of all whenever somebody is thinking even to start their journey there are certain prerequisites that needs to be there one is you need to have a pan card for in order for you to have a demat account demat account is just one account which helps you invest you need the knowledge specifically you need those resources there is the influencers the right influencers that you follow right what resources do you think are much important over here not only in terms of content consumption from people in order to get your knowledge base ready but also in terms of technicalities what are the things that are considered you need a demat account what what place you would suggest for people to start a demat account and what's the process what's the, what's like a basic process so what are the documents that you need you know for somebody who to open a demat account the moment the demat account is opened what is the next steps that you probably would take up i see a couple of questions sagar which is related to what we have spoken so far so sure i will i will quickly take those one one of the questions so what should be the emergency fund amount okay dhruva has already answered it at least equivalent to 3 to 6 months of your spend now when it comes to spend it should be your least minimum expense it is not you living a lavish life consider a frugal frugal expense that you'll need for a month and then multiply that into 3 to 6 months that is your emergency fund now the next follow up question would be where should i keep that money keep that money in short term debt funds don't keep it in savings bank short term debt funds which are triple a rated which means the company or fund manager is investing into well rated bonds put your money into that then there was one more question which was yeah should i pay off my loan even though there is the moratorium of course yes do not take the moratorium benefit if you do not if you can afford to pay off the loans it is always advisable to clear off the loans as soon as possible because it becomes a mental block after a point once you have cleared off your loans you can think freely 
Now coming back to you, Sagar. Of course, PAN card is the most important thing. And uh, once there is a misconception that to invest into mutual funds, you need a DMAT account. Okay, let let us kill that first. You do not need a DMAT account to invest into mutual funds. All you need is a PAN card. So again, if you are eighteen and have a PAN card, you can get started with mutual funds. Now then, after that, start with the process of DMAT account. Very simple. Zeroda has made it completely online. Grow or most of them have made it completely online. A few years back, it was very hard. I had to send documents offline and all that. Now it is very nice. I I recently opened in Grow because I have this fascination of testing multiple platforms. I think it took me hardly twenty to thirty minutes, assuming that you have all your documents ready, like a cancelled check and uh, if not a cancelled check statement. And PAN card, Aadhar card, all this very easy. Cool. So DMAT account is something like a bank account. Bank account me, your money is stored. DMAT account me, let's say Sagar goes. Sagar, what's your what's your favorite company, man? Anything that you use every day, or what what do you like? Let's say DCS for that matter. DCS, uh, we've got a you know we've been into a lot of conversations with respect to DCS as a work culture. So awesome. let's just take it. Uh, context as well okay so sagar decides to buy tcs 10 tcs then that tcs will sit in his dmat account that is why dmat account is necessary there is one more big mis- misconception that what if zeroda and grow run away with my shares you need to understand exchange depository zeroda depository cdsl or nsdl zeroda is just a broker okay your shares sit in d cdsl or nsdl so zeroda has no control over your shares okay so don't have this misconception that zeroda will one fine day run away with your stocks or shares because they cannot do that as simple as that it's just a platform yeah uh, sagar i think that that's pretty much about dmat accounts got it got it oh So this is see, uh, it, it all sounds really fascinating, right? And for 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 a person who who doesn't come from a finance background, I think you're making it like really simple. I just saw one question over here. It's by Rohan. He he asked you, uh, what is better to start repayment of education loan right out of college or wait till holiday period? Would it be wiser to invest in more return investment and pay off the loan with that return? that's a very interesting question for me it's not about the returns when it comes to paying off your loan as in can i invest that paying off part or paying off the loan part into an investment which makes me more money it's about the mental things associated with the loan a lot of times when you have a loan at the back of our mind we are constantly thinking about it which means it will affect our decisions at multiple levels which is why my advice is majority of your money should go into paying off the loans majority only a, a very small percentage should go into investing until you have cleared that loan once you have cleared off the loan loan you are mentally free you can take better decisions which is why first advice is clear of that loan that's that's what i did i cleared off my education loan asap there are other benefits like you will be saving a lot on interest etc etc okay that is one added benefit so that's that's my take about loans pay it off asap but also start investing some portion into mutual funds through sips interesting there's this question by again said he asks that uh, if he is using 50s to 30s to 20 rule should he be putting 10% in good savings account uh, account and invest 10% instead of investing all the 20% okay 
Now, 50 is to 30 is to 20. What is the 50 and 30 uh, said here in the ratio? 50 needs 30 wants and 20 investment. Okay, cool. Perfect. Do not put that 20 into. So your 20% is the investment component, right? You do not put that into savings bank, dude. That's, that's a terrible mistake. What you can do is so right away. I want you to do this today. I am assuming you are in your 20s. Go invest it into an SIP. 23 go invest it into an SIP and do not look back after this check that SIP keep it rolling for the next 20 years you you'll definitely if me and Sagar are around you'll thank either of us but you might oh, be like minute. how do I pick one there are like hundreds of SIPs let me quickly break it down to them Sagar because this is going to be useful to everyone so SIP is very simple it's a systematic investment plan which means you invest in a systematic way what you are doing effectively is you are investing in mutual funds most of you do know what mutual funds are but there are so many mutual funds it becomes very difficult I've already had a session in-depth session about mutual funds but just to give you a summary there are mainly two types one debt funds and then there is equity debt is where the fund manager invests into loans and bonds bonds which are given out to the government and companies here there is a fixed rate of return per year so the risk is less the volatility is less but the returns are also less okay i hope that's clear equity mutual funds high risk high volatility this is useful when you're in it for the long term that is more than five seven years okay you can do this as an activity. Go to Grow or any other platform, ticker tape or anything. Type things like small cap equity fund or large cap equity fund or medium cap equity fund. Check the returns, check the historical graph. It is usually in the range 14 to 18%. Here again, the risk depends on the type of equity fund. Small cap fund, what do you think is a small cap fund guys? What do you think if, if Jignesh is the fund manager, where does Jignesh invest this money into when it comes to small cap fund? It is Jignesh picks small cap stocks, which means they have a high probability of growing quickly, but also a few companies can go bonkers. But in the long term, I've studied graphs of most small cap funds, five, seven years, they have given a returns of 15 to 18% easy, but the risk is slightly higher. Mid-cap, again, medium-term companies, they've reached that steady state. Aram say life may, they're chilling now. Consider your 35-year stage, that is mid-cap funds. They're chilling in life, slowly growing. Sab aram se chal rahe, no tension, bus. Large-cap is the OGs. They're like huge companies. TCS, Infosys, uh, Reliance, ye sab. They're there and their growth capability is a bit less. Because they're already there, they're making thousands of crores in revenue. But they're a safest bet, right? Because you know these names are not gonna die. If these names are gonna die, then India is in deep trouble, okay? If Reliance goes bonkers tomorrow, it means th there is some, some something terribly wrong happening in the country. Or for example, a TCS or a Wipro or all these biggies. So those are the three types of equity funds. Again, there are further classification, but I want to keep it very simple. Amazing, man. And it's just one thing while you mentioned all of those things, right? There's this one thing that we always speak about. Keshav is here. We always speak about the intent and the intent of why you're taking a particular subject, why you're putting more focus and the intent happens to be the basis of why, what your approach would be. When it comes to investing personal finance, there, however, there can be two or three, let's say three types of purposes. Either the whole idea can be to 
be very you know very safe in the long term the other purpose can be to invest in short term so that you know are also also are uh, you know dopamine gets hit every time the moment we are making any metric changes on the positive side however the third type can be a mixture of both that's how usually i i feel it is one of those also factors that people usually consider before you know starting to choose which stocks and which funds they want to invest in similarly there's there's just one question from vishika she asks us that are there any short term investment tools uh, that can give good returns in the short period of time see when it comes to short term investing tools they're mostly high risk so if you have that appetite of taking high risk then you can and also here the learning curve will be higher you can start investing into equity direct stock investing you can start trading the trading again is it can be terrible because if you don't know how to do it you'll usually 90% of the time of course you can make some profits initially but overall in the overall scheme of things you'll end up with making no money but direct equity investing having short term targets let's say rishika goes and picks a stock and she'll be like I'm going to exit this stock as soon as I make a profit of 20% which is great returns again some stocks hit that profit within 10 to 15 days so again return wise it's a great deal right so you have to whenever if you want the quick profit way you have to dissociate yourself from the stock or cryptocurrency you have to uh, start making decisions based on certain rules same with crypto there are many people who are smart enough to exit before the snl event but not everyone can do it because we are emotionally attached we are waiting for this big event but the smart ones what they did was dude i picked this stock at at so and so i just want 25 25% out of it as soon as i hit 25% i'm going to exit because that's the money i want to make from this particular action i don't care if dogecoin goes to moon or milky way or whatever i don't care after that point so these are some instruments they can get started but for beginners best bet is mutual funds because it's easy and less hassle zyada janjat nahi hai keeping keeping a watch on on the charts is a pain man if you can't do it it's going to be very very difficult and also uh, most of the times when you're keeping uh, you know your eye on the charts you can you tend to be more biased on a certain thing that you want to be true the the whole concept of visual thinking does that directly apply here or do you see there are certain dots that still needs to be connected see chart reading one okay that visual thinking and then you have to if you are into everyday trading there are certain techniques that these guys use some triangles that draw i don't do trading so i don't know much about it they, there are certain patterns they uh, get from the chart and that that's how they decide ki okay do i need to sell this now or should do, do i should i wait it's a bit technical what i'm saying is the learning curve is definitely higher that is exactly why the money component is easier Gulshan over here asked us that how to understand the compounding with stocks. In the beginning, it was so confusing. How how do you understand the compounding effect, especially when it comes to stocks? Because it's it tends to be more confusing. Now, let's make it very simple. How does the compounding effect kick in? So there are two things here. One is if you invest into equity mutual funds through SIP, what happens is let's say Gulshan starts an SIP now. Correct. What's going to happen? उसका ऑटो डेबिट हो जाएगा एवरी मंथ ओके विच मीन्स हिज गॉट स्टॉक्स एट डिफरेंट प्राइसिस इन द लॉन्ग टर्म ड्यू टू दिस कॉन्स्टेंट अप्रोच ऑफ गुलशन इन्वेस्टिंग इन टू म्यूचुअल फंड एवरी मंथ वॉट हील गेट इज हील गेट अ गुड एवरेज प्राइज फॉर इज म्यूचुअल फंड हाउ डू वी नो द प्राइज ऑफ अ म्यूचुअल फंड इज इट्स समथिंग कॉल एज एन ए वी नेट एसेट वैल्यू नाउ 
if sagar wants to buy tcs he exactly knows how much he needs to pay f- for one stock correct because he look you can look into sensex or uh, you can look into the charts okay if it's 3000 he'll say ki okay ek stock ke liye 3000 10 stocks ke liye 30000 but what do you do when it comes to mutual funds that is why they have created something called as nav net asset value which simply means that all the stocks in the funds and their weightages let's say the the fund has 5 infosys and 10 tcs and 5 deepak nitrate divided by the weightages there will be one single metric called net asset value it will be a number let's consider it to be 20 so let's say i start a mutual fund today start investing and the nav is 20 and i invest 1000 bucks can you guys tell me how many how many units i will get from that mutual fund and let's assume today ka nav is considered again there are a few rules but let's keep it very simple so what i'll get is very simple 1000 divided by 20 we will get 50 units of the sip now consider this happening every damn month so what will happen through the month stocks will keep increasing and decreasing correct but irrespective of the moment you have set the sip date Uh, auto debit so you'll keep accumulating stocks over a period of time doesn't matter if the market is down up down up what happens over a period of 5 7 years you will have a nice average price for the nav and that is when you see the effect of compounding happening because you have picked at random stages that is every month and you have got a good average price so the number of units you have into the nav at that point for example 2032 2032 mein kya nav hoga and the number of units you have is the money that you can redeem same thing with stocks same thing you pick some stocks every month and then when you exit that is the money you make and longer the time better it is once quick activity i'll give you to everyone go to grow sip calculator you will start seeing after Seven or eight years, or five six years. Just keep playing with the years. The returns will be double or more than the investment amount. And each time you start increase the increasing year after a point, let's say seven years, there will be insane amount of wealth creation. Like it easily keeps increasing. So that's where the beauty of time comes in. Why I'll tell you because. you started this 7 years back then the stocks were at a very low price so yeah they just do this when you guys have time that's it sagar awesome or uh, there were just two people i i have to see their messages that they're not able to join uh, your telegram group from the link of guys just uh, hop on to instagram on his uh, you know yeah. link in bio you'll be finding a link out there yeah it's the first link on the link in the link tree uh, telegram awesome it, it, the, the the fact why i like it is only because anish whatever he shares is not only authentic and very simplified manner but also he puts a lot more focus on action based things and that is just one of the things that uh, you know differentiates anish from probably other content creators out there thanks you so thank you so much anish for this that's super interesting okay akshay over to you hello guys the question is कि लाइक वी आर सीइंग एज कंपेयर टू क्रिप्टो द स्टॉक्स मार्केट इज मच मोर स्टेबल एंड अ स्लो ग्रोइंग पेस इज एंड एज वी सीन क्रिप्टो इट ग्रोज एट अ एक्सपोटेंशियल लेवल ठीक है एवरीडे वी सीन सम कॉइंस एट अ 50% 70% और 80% और 100% दिस इज जस्ट अ एवरीडे थिंग सो 
डू यू थिंक कि आगे भी ये ऐसा ही चलेगा और दिस इज जस्ट बिकॉज लॉट एंड लॉट ऑफ पीपल आर हॉपिंग इन टू इट ड्यू टू द ट्रेंड यू आर सींग इंसेंट प्राइस राइस इन क्रिप्टो या एग्जैक्टली Yeah it's me basically because of adoption dude like a lot of people are getting into crypto they're hearing about it and they're putting their money in, uh, into it right uh, and uh, still a lot of money is in still in the stocks gold and other instruments so as more and more companies and banks start talking about it for example we have not even reached a stage where banks are offering crypto services do remember this exactly. right exactly. but banks do every other bank offers dmat or stock buying option imagine if one us bank says tomorrow that we will start offering exchange services or we will allow you to buy crypto through our banking app just imagine the level of adoption that is going to kick in so i personally feel there's a lot of scope for crypto to keep moving and then that some of these projects are solving real problems it is like a company right usually what people say is are crypto kya chal raha hai what are the what are these companies up to what are they doing that is because they don't understand what that they're doing that doesn't mean they're a scam they are solving problems ethereum is solving problems then there is a whole set of companies into the defi space it's so beautiful to read about that concept by the way if you guys have not read about defi do read about it it's about decentralizing finance it's about you getting a loan without having to depend on a bank person looking into your credit score looking into other things pulling in favors from the manager etc it's a direct connection between you and the person who wants to lend money to you that is what defi loan is and then there are many other project if you do know about crypto read about defi but if you do not know first read about crypto and then go to defi otherwise it will all be bounces dude it's very difficult to i agree, I agree. so we can say that right ki there is a long way to go for the crypto hai na absolutely Aur, uh, we don't know how future will how future will unfold things ki aage kuch bhi ho sakta hai agree so, Yeah. See, crypto is promising, yes, but no one knows how it might end. Which is why we always call it as one of the most riskiest uh, asset to put your money into. But that doesn't mean that you cannot be a part of a revolution. For me, blockchain is a revolution. I want to be a part of it, but I also know that ki how will all this end? Because one side of thing is okay, banks adopting it and giving. The other side is also true, wherein countries become very apprehensive about it and start taking. measures to curb the use that is also possible which is exactly why we have to be a bit careful 5% maybe you can put into the cryptos you believe in and then yeah. agreed 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 invest and forget says imanshu yes absolutely right i mean okay. if if i had to say that in three words invest and forget all right so there is also one you can say it a very vague question what do you think about shiba coins and husky coins <laughs> I'm glad you got it. It's again a joke coin. There's no utility. It's like an alternative created for Doge coin because people saw frenzy around Doge coin. They're like, oh, itna paisa ho raha. I'll create one more coin with a cute looking dog. Oh wait, that icon is not even cute. It's an angry dog. I think the Shibu coin has an angry dog. It's but but Himanshu said it's driven by a community which is very strong. So it's 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 a bit interesting where Shiba coin goes because community driven. The husky one, I guess, is driven by a community. I don't know about the Shiba. Yeah, but the problem with this is they're usually pay prey to pump and dumps. So I don't know, man. 
it's yeah. again this should be like your last preference when it comes to in- investing into cryptos i would go with ethereum and other solid projects ah matlab there always the safe safe bets available these are something like ki aaj aaj kuch wo kehna hai ki jaise aaj kuch risk karne ka man kar raha hai ya danger karne ka man kar raha hai so let's invest in those dekh lenge jo ah this 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 reminds me of mountain dew ad aaj kuch to toofani karte hai mujhe wo word hi nahi mil raha tha aaj kuch toofani karte hai let's invest in uski yeah but it's always about that but, whenever you investing it's always about uh, you know हो क्या रहा है <laughs> yeah it's hard to it's very hard to ignore a coin which gives you 500% return in hardly in a single days. day yeah but there was a stat uh, i read out ki the uh, shiba coin rose from around 3 crore percent from november to now yeah it's 3 just, crore percent it's, it's insane it's very insane and it's not even when paisa yet yeah it's really insane man Yeah, we'll we'll quickly. Uh, Vedant is here waiting for his question, and uh, I I guess I'm getting a couple of more requests. So Vedant, over to you. Meanwhile, Akshay, are you are you kind of uh, done with the question? I'll... Yeah, yeah, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I'm awesome. awesome. Thank you, man. Yes, uh, Abhishek, uh, do you have a Hello. question? Yeah, yeah, I have a question actually. Uh, I know it's like a basic question. Anish, you already spoke about it, but I could not really understand the concept. You were talking about uh, uh, not putting an emergency funds in your bank, but actually. trying to invest it somewhere like i wanted to know like do you in, uh, i didn't still get the uh, entirety of it like you uh, invest the entire amount or put it some in bank some in uh, liquid mutual funds and, or some invested in somewhere else and like how how do you how do you choose it because uh, the liquidity part is the uh, uh, the thing that is confusing correct yeah so emergency fund is the most important part is liquidity and that is some money which you are which you wouldn't want to lose because you need it for an emergency so for that savings bank why i advise uh, advise against it is most of the banks now give you 3% okay and uh, uh, fds give you i think 5 to 6% whereas debt funds short term illiquid debt funds give you anywhere between 8 to 10% now what is the risk so because liquidity is the same when it comes to bank and short term debt funds it is the same max to max there might be a difference of 1 to 2 days when you redeem nav will take maybe they'll take next day ka nav and you'll get back the funds so 1 to 2 days ka liquidity factor versus bank instantly okay that is the liquidity part between savings and debt then let's analyze the risks here because risk is also important why because the money is very crucial for you so when i say debt funds what is what is essentially being done by the fund manager is he is buying bond papers or debts okay of other companies or state government or central government basically your money is being lent to the likes of tatas ambanis or the sovereign usually you would see terms like sovereign bond sovereign matlab country or state governments or cor- corporations now what are the odds that the country will default on you it's very less again you don't have to take my word for it 
check if there have been instances where country or debt debts issued by country or companies like tata these are called as triple a rated bonds which means companies like crisil and all these biggies have analyzed the papers or bonds or the loans that is being lent out to that is being lent out to and they have given a rating higher the rating it means that the credit risk is very low what is credit risk if the company or state defaults it is you losing your money and that is the credit risk is it is very low for triple a rated bonds it's almost 99% means the chances of defaulting is lesser than 1% again you can look if there have been instances but i think there has not been an instance where triple a rated bonds have been defaulted which is why you get most of the times when whenever people ask about emergency fund you will get advices like always put it into a short term liquid debt fund abhishek is, is did i yeah. did that make sense or you do you have a follow up yeah. question yeah i have a follow up question like i was uh, i was searching for it and i found like uh, clear taxes uh, helping you do it for you like how do you do it do you use like a third party uh, source uh, or you can find it on grow as well how do you do ET money is there grow is there there you can find a lot of short term funds check the ratings though before you put in your money check the ratings ensure it is triple a rated and has a good solid rating by credit agencies these people show those metrics to you so it should be easy for you to choose one yeah and is there also like a penalty if you are uh, withdrawing the entire amount no that is the whole point of having short term liquid funds they do not penalize you the technical term for is called exit load most of this funds yeah. will not have an exit yeah. load again if there is an exit load it will be mentioned but as far as i know it is not there the exit load is zero someone yeah, asked exactly. a related question to your thing that is can i yes. invest into sgb sgb is sovereign gold bonds it's a beautiful instrument but it is not recommended for short term or emergency fund why because there is a lock in period of 5 years and this instrument is only good if you are in it for the long term why because it becomes completely tax free after 8 years which means let's say you've invested something today you've picked a sovereign gold bond today if you hold on it for 8 long years you do not have to pay any tax on it that's the beauty about sgb plus over and above the gold returns that you would be getting rbi gives you 2.5% every year so there are a lot of cons but it's definitely not suited for sgb uh, for emergency because it is a long term instrument okay we'll i guess take up this last question by pradeep sure man sure we'll take can i use the same dmat account on different investing platform no every time you make a dmat on upstock you'll have a upstock dmat account and then grow me you'll have the grow dmat account think of it like multiple bank accounts when you cannot use the same axis bank account on hdfc similarly you cannot use grow kadimat on zeroda and one more thing awesome. the bottom line here is i'm not actually a finance graduate uh, or a finance expert right this is all out of my personal experience or i was just keen about managing my money which means that everyone here who thinks that you need to have a degree to manage your finances you don't need a degree let's be very honest there are enough resources now wherein you can take control of your finances no matter your age don't wait for the stability factor i keep repeating this stability is a very weird word 
what is stable for you is not what what is stable for me is not stable for sagar stable for me would be landing up my first job stability for sagar should would be turning 25 years old so do not hang on to this world word of stability to get your finance started and also since sagar told about marketing i am into the organic side of marketing by the way sagar if you didn't know i love seo yes i do I do, I do, that's I do. that's what I do for a living, by the way. So we could yes. have sessions related to that. I don't know if it's related to neuro marketing, but that's that's my marketing. Uh, like that's what I do for every day, bread and butter. <laughs> no, no, it 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 most certainly is, and uh, there's there there are a couple of things that I'm planning with you as well in the future. Uh, I know you happen to be the SEO guys, and you know not only you've been doing it for your living, but I know you're excessively passionate about. Oh yeah, because, I love uh, it. I love SEO. This is the basis that why I I want to have more sessions on SEO. <laughs> Amazing. So thank you so much Anish for being here. Yeah. And not only guiding people but guiding me as well because I was taking notes simultaneously. It was a wonderful conversation. I'm really 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 looking forward to some action. Keshav was mentioning that I'm I'm going to be opening a DMAT account. Keshav was going to be opening a DMAT account. So for the people who don't know Keshav is just one smart person who does that. Awesome. Thank you so much Anish for being here again. Thank you guys. So yeah, that's it. That's it Sagar. Thanks a lot. I love the session man. Uh probably more sessions in the future and everyone have a great Sunday. Get your shot of vaccination and have a chill chill day. Yeah, bye bye guys. Take care.